Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back, everyone. It's I, Johnny J.R., John Robbins, landlord of the moon underwater. I am here, as ever, with the lovely Robin, my regular in arms, and this week's wonderful guest, comedian Kima Bob. Kima is creating a real appointment pub. It's going to be the absolute talk of the town. There may be also some interest from law enforcement, uh, depending on where this pub uh, exists, in what legal setting as regards some of the choices. We'll recap you on them very soon. But, Robin, we've left our listeners on those hooks, mate. Yeah. So can you get them off the hooks, <laughs> Yeah, man? I can get you right off the hook. This week's Moon Underwater pub quiz is about alcohol consumption worldwide, where I was basically asking you which country consumes what the most of what kind of alcohol. So question one was, which country consumes the most beer per capita? Kima, would you care to hazard a guess at that? Um. <laughs> <laughs> um Japan. Like it. John? I've gone Germany. I sort of went safe. Closest geographically there is is the Czech Republic. Is it really? The birthplace of Pilsner, where apparently, and I don't know if this is true, per capita in the Czech Republic, they drink 142 litres per person per year. That's 250 pints. Do they have access to clean water? (laughs) Yeah. That's only five pints a week. But I think there are some people who are really swaying the figures in the Czech Republic there, aren't there? Like one or two who are just absolutely going for it to keep it on top of the charts. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's a, you know, just under a pint a day. I, don't, I, I once, on the BBC website, there was once this thing where you put in how much you drank in a week and it told you what country you were. Right. In terms of what drinks you had and how much. Yeah. <laughs> it, said, it said to me when I put it in. It just immediately rang the police. <laughs> said there is no country in the world that represents your drinking wow uh, you're from nowhere you're from nowhere but i mean how many how many liters of beer do you think you drink a year rob i don't know i wouldn't like to say but more more than the highest per capita beer consuming nation on earth well you know y- you do you <laughs> you do i'm not having a go at you. i'm just saying yeah. it's 
I don't tell you how to do your job. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose you're right in that there will be people in that country who don't drink. Yes, people it who just don't seemed drink extraordinarily yeah. high. Anyway, let's move on. Cider. Who do you reckon drinks the most cider, Kima? Hmm. Cider starts with a C. Like it. Like, like the reasoning. Czech Republic, but they're too busy with a beer. So I'm going to go for Denmark. That's just nice. fun. It's because fun. it's alphabetically next. Is that, is that, that's a lovely way of doing quizzes. Like it. Like it. <laughs> Like it. Uh, John, what do you think? I've gone France. Interesting. I think France is the biggest producer, but it's actually the UK. And we drink more cider than the rest of the world combined. No way. Apparently so. Really? Yeah. That's extraordinary. Yeah. That is extraordinary. How many litres a, a year I are we drinking get in the, the UK? I capita of that. I couldn't find it. Wow. Never mind. Well, if okay. anyone can do, be better at Google than me, then uh, please be my guest. Question three. This is where it starts to get a bit hard. Question three was whiskey. Who do you think drinks the most whiskey? So we're on to... Are you going to say Estonia, Kima? Or is it... <laughs> I want to say Canada. Like it. Sticking with C's. John? Well, I have changed my initial choice. I'm going Japan. That's interesting, because um, they, they are a big producer of whiskey. It, weirdly, it's India, which I would never have guessed. It's India. Is it really? Yeah, they, almost every other bottle of whiskey sold in the world is sold in India. And this is because there's, there's, a, there's a kind of... The vast majority of Indian whiskey is molasses-based, meaning that this liquor is much closer to rum than traditional whiskey. And the average consumption there is 2.6 litres. It's a lot of whiskey. But they, why are they counting that as whiskey if it's not made in the same way whiskey is or is it no we don't know that sounds delicious yeah it's very sweet yeah i don't know i guess it is made in the same way but um yeah so there we go india big consumer of whiskey do let us know john at moonunderpod.com if you've ever had whiskey made from molasses in india or if you have any experience of it uh, be fascinated to know what it's like and yes please do and the last one was gin um i want to be like the british Okay, like it. John? Yeah, I've gone UK too. It's Spain. What? Yeah, Spain at uh, 1.07 litres per person. There we go. We've, we've, we've learned a lot, haven't we? We have learned a lot, and that's the great thing about quizzes. Thank you for that. Another quiz next week. But the matter in hand, we must return to Kima's LA spin on a British moment. Must we? We must. <laughs> well, everyone's going to be hanging out there, because so far we've got Left Blonde, we've got a cannabis-infused social tonic, including CBD and a sprinkling of THC, that is lemon and lab- lavender-flavoured. We've also got Chenin Blanc, Herzog Chenin Blanc, and a bottle of Jammy Red Roo. But what are we going to have for your two spirit choices? Do you like spirits, Kima? I do. So I actually like whiskey. Um, and I, I've never had the molasses. Uh, it sounds like it might be quite nice. It sounds like a great time, honestly. But yeah, so I'd whiskey it up. And I think I would have... This is huge. This is a big moment. It's always, I feel like life is hard because as I'm exploring whiskey in this world, I don't know what's like great, you know? What's a great whiskey? But what I'll do is I'll go, I'll kick it old school. I'm going to have a Crown Royal. That's what I'm, that's going to be the whiskey that I have. Mm. Is that, uh, am I getting this right? Is that Canadian whiskey? 
Who even knows? <laughs> I'm just going to look it up in my mind. Look it up in the mines. Crown Royal. I've got a feeling we've had Crown Royal feature on the moon underwater before. I mean, you should. Where, where did you first have it? Is it a... Uh... Uh, in Texas, you know. Um, oh, it is Canadian. It is Canadian. Yeah. People love Canada. And I'm people. You You're know? people, yeah. I'm people. And I think it goes great with a ginger ale. That's how my grandma likes it anyway. Lovely. She's Lovely. adorable. And I'll pour her a Crown Royal and ginger ale, and she'll say, more Crown Royal, please. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, so they make quite a few different ones. Do you, are you just going regular, regular Crown Royal? Well, I, I think the apple is fun to be drinking it, but not if you're going to mix it with that ginger ale. Ah, so do you want a sort of a ba- the basic Crown Royal for mixing? Yeah, going to yeah. keep it calm. But so you I know. think that's Crown Royal Deluxe is the basic one, which we will go for. It's got a very beautiful bottle. It's very fun to be like, the basic one is Deluxe. Like, do you see what they did there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like that's what they're about. And uh, what would your second spirit be? So... We want to offer people the opportunity to get really messy and fucked up. Mm. And so we're going to have tequila for them. Oh, yeah. Nice. Any specific tequila? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We're going to have a Patron Silver moment. We're going to keep it fun, but also like familiar, you know? Mm. It's a very popular choice, uh, Patron tequila. Mm-hmm. She's smooth enough. I think I need to find the right tequila for me because I've had a few and they're just, none of them have quite hit the nail, but then I have fond memories. <gasps> oh, wait, wait. I want to undo. Yes, you can undo. Okay. Coffee Patron. Ooh. Oh. Like him. So this Lovely. is a real upper. Everyone's going to be collapsing in beanbags on cannabis-infused tonic. Um, and then they say, can I have a coffee Patron to get me straight? Yeah. Because here's the thing. Still Patron, but fucking coffee. And recently, I think they started, like, um, like can't, like can't not making it anymore, which is why it has to exist here. We're going to save it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but what, have they stopped making it entirely? I think it's been, like, discontinued, which is really messed up. But don't worry, we have enough. Mm. So why have they done that, then? People hate good times. <laughs> Just looking it up in my mind. Do you associate this drink with a particular sort of time in your life? or? Kind oh, of- my gosh. College days. Mm. College days. That's whenever I think about college days, it's a singer like that. Um, <laughs> just trying to not drink things that are absolute shit, but not being able to really tell the difference. Yeah. Um, and we stumbled across we stumbled across Cafe Patron, and the shot is so gentle. It's like it's giving your throat a hug from the inside, which is better than a hug from the outside because that means you're getting choked. Mm. Yeah, that's strangulation right there. So is it a bit like a sort of uh, an espresso martini flavour? Yeah, but it's being tequila and it's so fun. It's very nice. 
Well, two superb choices there. Crown Royal Deluxe Whiskey and Coffee Patron Tequila. But it's now time, after these uppers and downers, for someone to just bring us back to solid ground. And that person is Robert Allender in the Moon Underwater Pub Library. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. Thanks, John. Welcome to the Moon Underwater Pub Library. Um, this week, the book I'm putting into the pub library is Pond by Claire Louise Bennett, which is a fantastic novel, which I believe, John, you've read, haven't you? Yeah, superb, superb book. Uh, do, you, do you know this book at all, Kima? Pond? Ah, uh, yep. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's The plot is basically, it's a British woman who lives on her own in a small cottage in Ireland, and that re- that really is about it. Hmm. But um, it's so brilliant. An Imodo? No, no, no murders, <laughs> nothing. Uh, it's, it's just really about the way she thinks. It just captures the nature of thought very beautifully and, and the way your mind moves from one thing to another. And um, it's it's also very, very funny. Um, it's all, when I, re- I reread it recently, and reading it, it's almost like getting a really good email from a friend. She kind of writes in that kind of way. I think it's it's just very very funny, and um, uh, and this is a really good extract here, which is a chapter about alcohol, which is why I've chosen it for the. Oh, this is so, this is superb. I've had to abridge it. I wanted to read the whole chapter, but so I've had to abridge it quite heavily. But it is very very good. Okay, here we go. I was cleaning out the fire grate first thing, and as I dropped the pan vertical so that the ashes released into the bucket below, I was distracted by an observation that was generally comical, yet profoundly concerning. I rarely acquire any enthusiasm for the opposite sex outside of being drunk. I will not mislead myself or anyone else and pretend that I have not been acquainted with attentive, original and thrilling men. In fact, on the contrary, I've had the good luck to swing hands with some of the oddest males the species has to offer. And yet, how to reconcile such a fortunate and encouraging record with the aforementioned assertion that I was, in the most part, quite unable to endure advances made by any one of these extraordinary men until I had achieved a precise tone of inebriety? I reach for my glass and drink. I drink in order to, what, become untwisted? Isn't that perfectly commonplace? Isn't that what's proverbially known as drinking to unwind? But no, that's not it. I cannot settle, and so I drink. I drink to you, I drink to me, I drink to plough and fortify a one-track mind, and suddenly, briefly, the blood surrenders, shuffles through the old channels, and there is no such thing as a false move. Oh, it's It's so good. good. I love that. It's great. But I think she just writes so honestly and openly there about that. And it's also very funny. She just basically realises, I've I've only ever kind of (laughs) fancied and flirted men when I've been a bit pissed. But the way she breaks it down. Swing hands. Swing hands is great, isn't it? Oh, I've I've swung hands with some of the best of them. Yeah. (laughs) But I think also, like, I mean, this might just be reflective of my reading habits, but it's quite rare you get descriptions of drunkenness from a female perspective. Mm. It's, you know, men are the ones doing the drinking and going out and flirting and trying to pick up women. And what I loved about that book was sort of, you know, seeing there's a whole other 50% to that coin of, of sort of drunken trysts and, you know, relationships and one night stands and 
and all that sort of thing. I thought it was that passage, especially that chapter, was was superb. That's very good. Yeah. Um, so into the library goes Pond by Claire Louise Bennett. And a well-deserved place, I must say. Um, but this pub, The Moon Underwater, doesn't just have a library keymer. It also has a jukebox. This place has everything, and I don't know how I haven't been before. <laughs> well, I, I I, never leave, really, apart from to go back to the other realm to get COVID every so often. So what would be your dream album to place on a pub jukebox that we can add to The Moon Underwater? Yes. Okay, so when you're thinking about a dream album, you want something that has peaks but also belays. Um, so I'm going with Channel Orange, Frank Ocean's, you know, one of his masterpieces. A good time, a good album. It includes a nine-minute song where he likens Cleopatra to being an exotic dancer. And that's fun. There's loads of goodies there. You want people to think, dance, maybe cry. Has it got bad, it's bad religion on that one? Is that, on that? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah. That's what you want to come on when people are like really feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like a little wave and it's like, taxi driver, be my string for the hour. And you're like, oh. His voice is just so amazing, isn't it? Because in this pub of yours, sort of a pub, sort of a bar, an LA spin, you're going to have lots of different moods. You've got your left mood. You've got your cannabis-infused social tonic mood. You've got your jammy red rue mood. You've got your whiskey mood. You've got your coffee patron mood. Do you think this is the perfect album for all those moods? I think it can really take you places. I think you have the opportunity to dance, but also the opportunity to maybe weep which is something that people need to get used to doing in beanbag chairs and public. <laughs> it's a range of, because Frank Ocean's also very, like his lyrics can be very funny as well. Yeah. It's, it's a real range of It's a good time. Yeah. A tornado flew around my room before you came. Excuse the mess it made. It usually doesn't rain in Southern California, much like Arizona. My eyes don't shed tears, but body. Hello, I'm Jess Phillips, an MP, and if you don't already know, I'm now a fully-fledged podcaster. My show is called Yours Sincerely, and in each episode, I invite a guest to celebrate three people that mean the world to them. Someone they love, someone who's no longer around, and someone who doesn't realise how significant a role they've played in their lives. I've spoken to Lorraine Kelly about the letter she would send to celebrate her favourite teacher, Vicky Patterson about the letter she would send to her best friend who passed away, and Fee Glover talked to me about how much she loves Taylor Swift. The conversations are a celebration of people we love. And so we often find ourselves in tears of joy and sadness as guests share the letters of appreciation they wish they could send. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or by searching for Jess Phillips wherever you listen to podcasts. And with that, I'll sign off with yours sincerely, Jess Phillips. I hope you get to enjoy my podcast soon. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, it goes straight on the jukebox, Frank Ocean's Channel Orange. And we've got one more choice, Kima. One more wild card in what I say is a pub that features a few wild cards already. So what's your final choice for your bar? Well, this is huge. Um, Okay, so in the corner, there's a kissing booth. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Yep. And it can fit... Five people. Yeah. <laughs> Holy Moses. <laughs> it's a very specific amount, but it's not a kissing booth for two people. It's a kissing booth for up to five people comfortably. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I, I've only ever been in one kissing booth. What is a kissing booth? I mean, I know I can I can get a good idea from its name. But. <laughs> it's sort of like a little um, secluded area. And the one I got involved in uh, didn't have room for five. It was mainly set up for pairs. Was it a kissing booth before you got in it? Uh, (laughs) It was just a booth. Um, Well, weirdly, it was a DJ night in Nottingham, and the DJ had like a theme, and he was dressed as a vicar, and you had little confession booths. Incredible. And you could go in and, and pull a curtain across. And I... I I went in. I mean, this was quite some years ago. And um, I confessed through the medium of kissing with a girl who confessed likewise to me through kissing. And I have to say, I enjoyed it. Yeah, just a little excitement. A little excitement in the pub. And then, um, but the rule is, when you come out, everyone has to go, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's if you're gonna go in you just that's where you're risking that's, that's the noise that just knows no boundaries no no borders you know what i mean everyone over all over the world goes Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i'm now imagining myself in a kissing booth 
and I, I have to say I feel incredibly old. Can Rob? Can you imagine going into a kissing booth at our age? I mean, his. I'm a, hold on a second. I think kissing booths should know no age, okay? And I think you got a nice person in your life. You go find a little corner. You kiss them in public. You get all excited, all right? You get get that blood pumping up and down your body, and you say, mm, baby, this reminds me of being so young. And maybe we didn't know each other when we were 17, but I'm so glad I know you now, girl. Now let's go kiss in real private and possibly <laughs> do more. Whoa. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah. Like Get it. that fire burning. I'd certainly like to turn back the ears and go to a kissing booth. I wonder if I would be quite so carefree these days. But who knows? <laughs> one, one You're taking a rather gather- melancholy turn here, Jonathan. <laughs> well, <laughs> one gathers baggage as one ages that I think might not fit in the booth with me, if you know what I mean. But I, I'm delighted to see it's in the pub, and I'll, so I'll certainly see how I get on. Oh, man, time is crazy. Like, you think about some of the, like, dumb shit they used to do, and you'd be like, I'd be way too self-conscious for that now. It's like, where's the dumb bitch from 2009? <laughs> You're barred. So... Awful lot going on in this pub, Keem. And I like it. It's going to be such a place to go. Everyone is going to be talking about this pub. Beanbag chairs. Kissing area. Drugs. Drugs. But are you going to put any sort of rules in place to limit people's behaviour? Because we do offer all the guests to the Moon Underwater the opportunity to bar an activity or a thing, to have something banned. And... What are you going to ban and how's that going to impact the vibe? No haters. Love it. Right. So whether that's you're being like mean or if you're trying to have a altercation, you can't altercate here. No. So you want to alter that behavior, homie, and become more loving. So no haters allowed. Let me let me paint you a scenario. What if someone's come to the pub, perhaps sort of um, slightly older than the rest of the uh, clientele, they've tried their first ever cannabis-infused social tonic, they've spied the kissing booth, they're not quite confident enough to go in, but they're sort of hanging about too close to it. (laughs) And and you can sense they're sort of, they're they're on a knife edge. Would would they be told off for hanging too close to the kissing booth? Too close to the booth? Someone might come and say, hey, you got... You got some interest in this booth? You got someone you want to enter the booth with? And he'd be like, no, I came by myself. And then (laughs) (laughs) what we we do is we say, hey, you want to go in the booth? You want to kiss? And then you'll be like, I can have a little kiss. And then we go, hey, anybody here want to kiss this person? And now it's a dating service and things have gotten really dicey in the pub. Oh, I, wow. Yeah. Wowee. Because the thing is, don't stand next to the booth unless you're trying to get in there. Yeah. Otherwise, go sit yourself down on a beanbag chair. I think, yeah, I'd probably go between the two quite frequently, maybe at, towards the end of the night. This, go. this kissing booth's really kind of got into... It's really rattled you. <laughs> Try and get, get in there! Yeah. <laughs> He's standing on the outside of the booth, 
But the thing is, oftentimes, you know, and maybe we'll have some kind of fun board where you could, uh, you know, sign up. And it'd be like, hey, you come, you come alone. You uh, trying to have a kiss? <laughs> but it's yeah, all- like when it plays on on a pool table. <laughs> Whoever, whoever is the best kisser stays in the kissing booth. But that means you've got to kind of beat them at kiss. It's like a game. A kiss off. A kiss so off. we're doing a lot of pubs have quizzes. We have kiss offs. <laughs> but the thing is, it's very strict. So there's no haters, but it's also just kissing. And I think that'll keep people in line because people get bored of kissing. They'll go, I want to have more than kissing. Not in there, just kissing booth. Hurry up, please. It's time. Well, what on earth are we going to call this incredible place? <laughs> hmm. This is a great question. It's one that some would recommend that you think about before. I say, nope, wait it into the moment. And so I think we'll call it <laughs> the spot. Ooh, I don't mind it, actually. It's the spot. Because it hits the spot. It hits the spot. It's just the spot, man. Hey, you know that place with all that stuff? Where? Yeah, I'd be like, hey, guys, does anyone want to head down to the spot? And they'd be like, where's that? And I'd say, oh, it's this really cool place. And uh, it's got all the different drinks and bean. It's also got a... I'm not really that fussed about it, but it's got a kiss. It's got a kissing booth, which is I've not been in there myself, but we could, we could pop One down. One day, I hope to, I hope to go inside, but I'm not putting a lot of weight on it. <laughs> Certainly not any of my personal uh, worth on whether or not I've been inside the kissing booth or if I have anybody to go in the kissing booth with. I don't even think about the kissing booth a lot, but there is one. If anyone did want to, <laughs> uh, so. What a fantastic spot you have created. It's an LA spin on a British moment. Scooting away from Weatherspoon's energy with beanbag chairs and half reality TV shows, half music videos, but with the volume down. We've got Lef Blonde, cannabis-infused social tonic. We've got Chenin Blanc, Herzog, Jammy Red Rue, Crown Royal Deluxe Whiskey, Coffee Patron Tequila, a kissing booth... And uh, no haters, because you can't alter Kate. You can't hate. You just relate. Yeah, just vibe. That was. I felt like the beginning of a very good uh, rap. Thank you very much. I say lean into that instinct. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I will. <laughs> maybe I'll be rapping in the kissing booth. Um, it's called The Spot, and we thank Kima Bob so much uh, for coming to the Moon Underwater. Kima, how are you sharing yourself with the world in the future? Have you got a tour coming up or a new show or any projects you want to plug? I never tell anyone about anything. Um, Best way for it. Then it's always a surprise. Nothing's ever existing. Well, uh, you and I have a thing on Dave at the moment called The Island. That's fun. Embarrassing. And it was so gross. Um, but that's going to be on Dave on Wednesdays. That's fun. And um, at the moment, so I I make a, um, I make what? I produce a like a comedy company slash community called the Films of Color Comedy Club. And we platform women and non-binary comedians of color as well as trans men. Um, because there's not spaces that are like, hey, come here, trans man. And uh, we're coming back this summer and 
coming back with a podcast. So I'm really excited for the future. Amazing. Yeah, we're actually having our first gig in New York, which is mad. I won't be there for it, but I think it's just beautiful when things um, spread. Things spread. You, you plant a seed and the seeds disperse. Oh, that's fantastic. What an initiative. So check out the Femmes of Colour. Also check out the island on Dave, which is a bit like this, but if your choices were everything. And... Kima, to give you the send-off you so deserve, what song from Frank Ocean's Channel Orange would you, you like to play you out of the moon underwater? Well, it's absolutely too long, so I'm going with Pyramids. <laughs> pyramids will play out Kima Bob as she takes with her the spot. That is now yours to take with you wherever you need it the most. And let me tell you, when you unfurl that bad boy, people are gonna queue, queue, queue to get in. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna queue at the kissing booth to, for for a moment with you. <laughs> I wish it. Wonder if they wonder if they will. Uh, so we thank Kima Bob, uh, and we will be back next week in the correct realm at the moon underwater. Bye bye. Uh, 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 uh. Set the cheetahs on the loose. Oh, 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 oh. There's a thief out. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.